morning church family uh morning to you who's also joining us for this live stream we thank god that we are able to hear the word of god even in the comfort of our own homes as we pray for our nation and as we as we um pray that um, a solution will be found for this virus um thank god for the word um, I hope I'm clear. Uh, my sound is clear. We had technical difficulties when we were starting out in the morning, but um, uh, thank God that we are able to record and also to stream live uh, from um, uh, the church building. I want to take your attention to Psalm 27 this morning, and we'll be looking at verse 1 to verse 6. Psalm 27 verse 1 to verse 6 under the subject of confident hope in the Lord confident hope in the Lord let me look at let, let us look at Psalm 27 1 to 6 I read from the ESV follow me as I read from God's Word it's a psalm of David the Lord is my light and my salvation whom shall I fear the Lord is the stronghold of my life of whom shall I be afraid when evildoers assail me to eat up my flesh, my adversaries and foes, it is they who stumble and fall. Though an army encamp against me, my heart shall not fear. Though war arise against me, yet I will be confident. One thing I have asked of the Lord, that I seek after, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life to gaze upon the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in his temple. For he will hide me in his shelter. In the day of trouble, he will conceal me under the cover, under the cover of his tent. He will lift me high upon a rock and now my head shall be lifted above my enemies all around me. And I will offer in his tent sacrifices of shout with shouts of joy I will sing and make melody to the Lord. And this is God's word. Let us take this time and pray. Our dear Heavenly Father, Lord and God, we thank you for this morning. We thank you for your word that is sufficient, for your word that is authoritative, your word that is inspired by you for our instruction in doctrine, for our correction, for our um, edification, for our rebuke and our training in righteousness. As we draw near to you, we pray that our hearts will be opened to you. Our minds will be given understanding. We will be receiving your truth, O oh Father, with gladness in our hearts. May you be blessed. May you be glorified as we draw near to you even this morning through the preaching of your word. In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. As I read the words of this psalm, I see the imagery of battle being portrayed in these verses. Words like adversaries and foes in verse 2, army in verse 3, war again in verse 3, and enemies in verse 6. They all speak of warfare. They all speak of someone who finds himself in a difficult circumstance. 
phrases like in verse 3, though an army encamp against me, and again in verse 3, though war arise against me, they speak of a battle being waged against David. And it appears that he is in a difficult situation. Yet, it is also clear from reading these verses that even in the midst of the battles he is fighting, David still has hope. You see, brothers and sisters, hope is a powerful thing. G.K. Chesterton said, There is no medicine like hope, no incentive so great, and no tonic so powerful as expectation of something better tomorrow. And Emily Dixon, in one of her poems, said, Hope is a thing with feathers that patches in the soul. O.S. Madden says, There is no medicine like hope. Pliny the elder wrote, Hope is the dream of a waking man. And Martin Luther said, Everything that is done in the world is done by hope. Here's how the dictionary describes or defines hope. It describes it as to have a wish to get or do something or for something to happen or to be true, especially something that seems possible or likely. Uh, hope from the world's perspective or the world's viewpoint is just what that definition describes. The world sees hope as a wish or a desire. A hope for the world is a longing for something that may or may not take place. But the Bible teaches us a completely different definition of hope. Listen to the words of Jeremiah in Jeremiah chapter 17 verse 7. He says, Blessed is the man who trusts in the Lord, whose hope is in the Lord. Here also the Apostle Paul in 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 13, when he says, So now faith, hope, and love abide. These three, but the greatest of these is love. The, the, the world says that hope is, is merely a fond wish or desire. But the, the, the words used for hope in the Bible tell a different story. They teach us that hope is a deep, settled confidence that God will keep his promises. Now I want you to, I, I, I know that you have battles that you're fighting, difficulties that you're going through, but my question this morning is, do you have hope? Are you resting in the sure confidence that God will just do as he has promised to do? And that, that is the essence of hope. And, and hope is a possession we all need to be sure we own in large quantities. I want to look at these verses for a while this morning. And I want to preach about um, confident hope in the Lord. Confident hope in the Lord. I, I want to show you from these verses, from the words of David, why you and I have a reason to hope in the Lord. And notice with me here where our hope comes from and what hope will accomplish in our lives. We see three areas of hope. First of all, our confidence. Secondly, our commitment. And thirdly, our comfort. First of all, let us look at um, the, the, the first area of hope. Our confidence in the Lord provides hope. Our confidence in the Lord 
provides hope. We see that in verse 1 and verse 3 to verse 3. This is what it says, that the Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the, strong, is, is, is the stronghold of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? When evildoers assail me to eat up my flesh, my adversaries and foes, it is they who stumble and fall. Though an army encamp against me, my heart shall not fear. Though war arise against me, yet I will be confident. David begins this psalm of hope by declaring personal faith in the Lord. And notice three, uh, uh, the threefold use of the, the word my in verse 1. He talks about the Lord being my light and then my salvation and then my life. He's a stronghold of my life. David has a personal relationship with God. This is the basic foundation of hope. Let, let us look at it in detail. First of all, uh, this, this confidence is in the person of the Lord. In verse 1, David tells us that God is his light, his salvation, and his strength. There's a tremendous blessing in these three titles that are attributed to our God here. As light, God delivers his people from darkness. He delivers us out of sin into light. He has delivered us, according to Colossians chapter 1 verse 13, he has delivered us from the domain of darkness and transferred us to the kingdom of his beloved son. As light, God guides our steps. Remember Psalm 119 verse 105 when he says, your word is a light unto my feet and a lamp is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. It is the word of God that shows us the way, that lights our way, that gives us clarity. And as salvation, God delivers his people from the nation. Look at John chapter 5 verse 20 where our Lord says these words. He says, Truly, truly, I say to you, whoever hears my word and believes him who sent me has eternal life. He does not come into judgment, but has passed from death to life. In other words, as a salvation, God secures our souls. He secures our souls. But again, David says the Lord is by strength. As, as strength, God delivers his people from defeat. In 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 57, Paul says, But thanks be to God who gives us victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. As strength, God guarantees our success. We will know that we will have victory. Even when the world beats us up, even when we face storms, we will have victory in the Lord because God Christ has conquered the world these three great characteristics of God serve to give us hope even in the midst of of battle in the midst of difficulty because of who our God is we, we need not fear any enemy that should arise against us Satan himself is no match for our sovereign God. When you look at verse 2 and 3, you see that again, David's confidence is not only in the person of the Lord, but it's also in the performance of the Lord. It's in the performance of the Lord. David declares 
his present hope in the Lord rests upon that which the Lord has done for him in the past. God did not fail him then and he will not fail his child today. You see, that same confidence is our confidence even today. That the God we serve is unchangeable. He never changes. He never turns from his word. No, does he turn from his character. He never turns from his character. He is the same God with the same power that he has always had and has always been. He has never and he will never change. Because he has been faithful in the past, we can count on his being faithful now. The, the, the past is a clear reminder of the true character of God. His dealings with his people in the past can give us confidence that this same God will also deal with us with faithfulness. Well, he will deal with us with gentleness and kindness. Think of all the things he has done, the victories he has won, the enemies he has vanquished, the mountains he has moved. Think on, on these things and remember that God who performed countless wonders in the past is still the same today. And that should give people hope. It should give you hope. Secondly, we see the second area of hope. I wanted you to see this morning is that our commitment to the Lord provides hope. Our commitment to the Lord provides hope. Look at verse 4. Verse 4 says, David says, One thing I have asked of the Lord, and that will I seek, will I seek after, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to gaze upon the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in his temple. Not only does living with our faith give us hope, but also living faithful to the Lord provides a measure of hope that cannot otherwise exist. David mentions three goals in this verse. These three goals all arise from a single commitment to serve the Lord faithfully from a heart of love. Notice how David's commitment to the Lord manifests itself here. He, first of all, he is committed to lingering near the Lord. He is committed to just being near the Lord. David wants to spend his entire life in the house of the Lord. He, he, he wants to be in that place where the, the, the Lord dwells and where the Lord's presence is, is real. This is a theme that David shares again and repeats in Psalm 84, verse 1 to 4. There in that psalm, David envies the little babes that make their nests around the tabernacle. They, they, they can be near the house of God all the time, while, God can, while David cannot. He has a desire to be where God is, to be in that place where God is worshipped and honored. And that is his heartbeat. He, he wants to be where God is. Well, with this, David is not saying that God is confined in a building, in a tabernacle. That the tabernacle represented the presence of the Lord. And so the saints desired to be where the Lord was. 
And isn't this what we desire even today, to, to be with each other in fellowship as we worship together and we pray for them? David longed to be with the Lord. And that ought to be our desire as well. We need that same passion to be where the Lord is honored and where the Lord is worshipped. And of course we have the church and we are commanded to be in attendance according to um, Hebrews chapter 10 verse 25. But, but I think that there ought to be a desire to find that place of closeness and intimacy with the Lord. We, we can have that place where we can linger in his presence all the days of our lives. If there's a genuine desire to be near the Lord, to be near God, it will manifest itself clearly in action. There will be a commitment to prayer and to the study of the Word of God. There will be a commitment to public and private worship. Those who want to linger near the Lord will find a way and when we make a move towards him, he will move towards us. Remember the words of James in chapter 4 verse 8 when he reminds us, when he, he actually calls us and he says to us, um, draw near to God and he will draw near to you. It must be our desire. We must be consumed by a desire to be in the presence of the Lord. We must be consumed by a desire to have intimacy with the Lord. Consumed by a desire to be on our knees. Be in, in, in the word. Seeking to know the Lord more. But not only that. David is also committed to loving the Lord. He's committed to loving the Lord. David wants to behold the beauty of the Lord. That is, he wants to seek the face of the Lord. You see, not only is David committed to being where the Lord is, but he's also committed to worshiping the Lord. And that is the worthy goal for life. And this should be the goal of every believer as well. If we are going to worship the Lord, we are going to have to do it His way. Jesus told us how to worship in, in John chapter uh, 4 verse 24 as we yield to the spirit of God and worship God for who he truly is and he is as he is revealed in the word of God we will be engaged in the business of loving him how long has it been since you just loved on the Lord how long has it been since you just expressed your love to the Lord, just lingered in his presence and just, just wanting to gaze at the Lord and see the beauty of the Lord and, and just, just express your love to the Lord. David wants to be in the presence of the Lord. He is committed to loving the Lord, but not only that, he's committed to leaning on the Lord, to leaning on the Lord. David expresses his desire to call upon the Lord to commune with God and to make requests of God. This is another image of worship. David here declares his utter dependence upon the Lord for the necessities of life. David looks, looks beyond his own abilities and sees the limitless provisions of the Lord. Therefore he wants nothing more than to call upon the Lord. Isn't that uh, uh, amazing? A, a limitless resource we have been given in prayer 
it, it, it's amazing that we can draw near to God. We, we are invited to pray. Jeremiah 33 verse 3. We are, we are promised that God will hear and answer our prayer. Isaiah 65 verse 24. And therefore, let us learn to lean upon him. Instead of worry and fear, let us learn to turn to the Lord. He will see to our needs. Philippians chapter 4 verse 16 and 17. Verse 6 and 7. He will never fail us, nor will he ever turn us away empty-handed. Matthew 7, verse 7 to 11. Note something here, that our commitment to him provides hope on our daily battles, on our daily difficulties. As we linger near him, as we love on him and lean on him, we can have the absolute confidence that he will see to our needs and to the things that would cause us to worry. The third area of hope that we see here, and the last, is that our comfort in the Lord provides hope. Our comfort in the Lord provides hope. We see our confidence in the Lord, our um, commitment to the Lord, and then thirdly, our comfort in the Lord provides hope. And we see that in verse 5 to verse 6. Look at verse 5 and verse 6. For he will hide me in his shelter in the day of trouble. He will conceal me under the cover of his tent. He will lift me high upon a rock, and now my head shall be lifted up above my enemies around me. I will offer in his tent sacrifices with joy, with shouts of joy. I will sing and make melody to the Lord. We see that in verse 5, God has a sheltered place for us. And David tells us that the Lord will hide him in his pavilion. The Lord will hide him in his shelter. A king's pavilion was a tent that erected in the middle of the army's encampment. The, the, the tent was then surrounded by an army of brave soldiers. Where with all the hosts of the camp of the army camped about, the king's pavilion was the safest place on the battlefield. Those who were fortunate enough to be allowed to enter the king's pavilion were protected by the soldiers and entertained by the king during the battle. And note here the word hide, it means to treasure away. As the battles of life rage, the troubles of life rage about us, we are safely tucked away in the king's pavilion. We are hidden in his arms. The Bible tells us um, in, verse, in Colossians chapter 3, verse 3, your life is hid with Christ in God. Could there be any safer place in all the universe than to be in the Lord? Of course not. You see, those who have entered the, the pavilion of the Lord are protected by him. And, and even while the battles rage around him, they are entertained with the peace and joy of the king himself. The, 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 this promise to those who abide in that close place uh, is sure. 
and no enemy can penetrate the defenses and enter the private place. It is protected from the enemy. The assurance of this of his sheltering place allows us to, to weather the storms of life with hope. This was allowed, this is what allowed David to face Goliath. This was the confidence that kept Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. This was the assurance that gripped the heart of Daniel. This was the knowledge that allowed Paul to continue, even when he suffered greatly. And God said to him, Jesus Christ said to him, My grace is sufficient for you. But again, we see in verse 5 that God has a secret place for us. The word that is used here. when David comes to the Lord and um, he says I will be in his tabernacle in the shelter in, 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 in his tabernacle it brings to mind the place of worship the the, 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 the secret refers here to the holy of holies that that place was, which was off limits to all but the high priest and he could only enter there one day per year. And the only way was through the blood of an innocent sacrifice. It was a place that other men entered under the penalty of death. Yet in that secret place to which God takes his precious friends, the Holy of Holies was a place where the very presence of God dwelled and the glory of God could be seen. It was there that God took David during the battles of his life, during the troubles of his life. It was there David found himself shut up with God and shut off from the world around him. You see, in, in, in a king's home, this place referred to the private apartment of the king. It was a place no one could enter unless they did so at his bidding, at the, when the king allowed that person. To do otherwise invited instant death. Note the word hide here. It means to conceal, to conceal from trouble. And it's amazing here that there's a place of solitude in a world filled with people. There's a place that you and I can flee to during the crushing battles that the rage is about as a place that affords us quiet peace and profound presence of God. Those who have learned to abide in him have been to that place and know the glory of it. It is a place where the enemy dares not follow. It is a place reserved for those who love the Lord their God. Have you ever been to that place? That place where, the, where God meets with you? And with you alone. The place where all else falls away and you are left with him and him alone. That is the place he invites those who abide to enter. Stephen was in that place at the moment of his death. In Acts chapter 7 verse 55 and 56. Paul was in that place during his life. In 2 Corinthians chapter 12 verse 1 to 4. It is possible for us to enter that sacred, secret place 
where the world dims away and God becomes larger than everything else. We see again here in verse 5, verse 6, that God has a secret place for us. David has the assurance here that even when life threatens to overflow him, the Lord will set him on a rock, a place that is unchangeable, powerful, and immovable. And of course, this, this rock he refers to is none other than the Lord himself. The, 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 the rock referred to in these verses is a great rock. It is rock that juts far above the battles going on at its feet. It allows those who ride its highs to rise above the tumult beneath. This is the gift to all those who know him. We are promised that we, we have a place of refuge that will lift us up and that will threaten to drown us. You see, like an eagle, who takes refuge above the storm until it is past, those who abide in God are given grace that bears them higher than the storms and keeps them safe until the danger passed. You see, those who wish to rise above the circumstances are given wings to do so. Notice here in verse 5 that the passive nature of all the things mentioned in verse 5 David mentioned in verse 5 that the Lord will do to him, he will hide me in his shelter and he will conceal me under the cover of his wings. He will lift me high upon a rock. These are all uh, passive. All these things David mentions are not, uh, are not things he does to himself, but they are things done to him by the Lord. The believer is required to do nothing but be in a close relationship with the Lord. These things are done by the Lord for his child. I want you to notice again in verse 6 there that God is a special place for us. David says that he will worship the Lord. He will praise the Lord because of the things the Lord has done for him, because the Lord has lifted him above the battles, because the Lord has hidden him away in the secret place, because the Lord sheltered him away from the terrace of the battles, he will praise his name. And what a lesson to us. You see, when hope has turned to reality in our lives, when the Lord has come through for us and delivered us from the enemy, we should be quick to praise him and offer him um, the worship and adoration he deserves. When he brings us through our battles, he will put us in a special place from which he can exalt his lovely name. Let me conclude by asking you a question. Are you fighting some kind of difficulty today? Are you fight, fighting some kind of battle today? Of course you are. But, but in the midst of your difficulties, do you have hope? Do you have hope? Do you have the deep settled confidence that everything is going to be alright? If you do, praise the Lord. For, for, for he has already brought to that special praise the blessing from which he can, you can offer praise to his name. 
But if you lack that hope this morning, it can be obtained. How can it be obtained? <laughs> Excuse me. You can do this by reaffirming your confidence in the Lord, by renewing your commitment to the Lord, and by resting in your comfort in the Lord. Do you need to talk to Him about your battles and about your hope? If you do this, God is calling you, and He will take care of that business. But let me say this. The, the, this hope that we speak about, it, it is the hope of those who can truly say, the Lord is my light. I am out of darkness into his precious light. The Lord is my salvation. I have been saved from the dominion of sin. I am no longer under the wrath of God. It is those who can truly say, I have received Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. I have committed my life to Him. I have surrendered to Him. I have repented of my sin. And in faith, I have trusted the work that He has done on the cross through His death, burial, and resurrection. It is those who can truly say, The Lord is my light and my salvation. Are you that person? If not, you have nothing to hope about. You cannot hope in the Lord. But the Lord is calling you. The Lord is calling you this morning to hope in Him, to trust in Him, to make Him your hope. If we hope in anything in the world, it will disappoint. 100% of the time it disappoints. If we hope in the um, health of the economy, it will disappoint. If we, we hope in our bank accounts it will disappoint if we hope in the fact that we have everything that we need in this life we will find that all these things are vain hope in the Lord so that you can confidently say the Lord is my light and my salvation whom shall I fear let us pray our dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you for your grace to hear your word. And we pray that you bless the hearing of your word. Each and every individual who has listened and who has heard, may they be blessed. May they be drawn to you. May they be encouraged. In the wonderful name of our